I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company, Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the Shameless Sex Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 50% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to your bonus episode of the month. What does bonus mean, Chip? Bonus means it's extra Extra special. Extra, extra. And there's no ads. Ad free. Ad free. And that is just because we love you all so much. Yep. We love ad free episodes. Yep. It's a gift from us to you. And, you know, we have to have ads because, well, this is, uh, we got to get the lights on in here. We have to keep the wine pouring and we got to pay the rent. So we have to um, eat sometimes. We got to eat some foods, you know. So, and we also want to offer you a gift of something to enjoy, to learn, to be entertained by without any ads. And so, without further ado, we are going to dive right in. So, this is with Antonio Myers. We're talking about autism, sexuality, and autism as a super. Superpower. We're super excited. So Antonio describes himself as having a cute and cuddly teddy bear effervescent, I can say this, personality. And I can tell you that it's true. We're just getting to know him, but I can already feel it. So Antonio, we always start with the same question for all of our guests. Can you tell us about yourself and how you got to where you are today as an activist and specifically on your journey with autism? Well, let's see. My name is Antonio Myers, and I started the, it being an autism rights movement as a toddler, and I had to say that my very first words were stop bullying my friend at the age of three. So advocacy has been innately a uh, characteristic of mine uh, since the tender age of three. And now I'm doing a National Down Syndrome Society uh, legislative efforts and uh, making sure that um, diverse uh, diversification in the disability community are uh, properly well represented. And I, and lastly, I think about how my advocacy is more about humanizing self and others, being human-centered, love-centered. And I'm just a soft-hearted individual. Oh, that is, I absolutely think that you are adorable. I know we have you on video. We're lucky enough to see you and all of those folks out there listening. I think that you have just a, a general beautiful aura and I'm so happy to have you as a guest and to share some of what you have to offer the world and uh, especially in terms of the gift of autism. So that brings me to this next question. Let's talk about what is the gift of autism and how does this apply to sex and relationships, Antonio? Oh, the gift of autism, it's when it's your sensuality minded. And we know that sensuality makes sex um, fireworking fantastic because you have a lot of people who focus on the animalistic portion 
but they forget about the thrills and the, the, the texture of the human being, as well as feeling the, the fiber of their soul. So that's what can make um, eroticism explosive. And the gift of autism is about being a, a rationalist-minded uh, person who understands that um, the 3D way of thinking even makes sex hotter than normally what people have it to be, because people make sex out to be just... Um, you know, pound, 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 pound. It's what that's how they describe it. <laughs> but when you have it like like a like a smooth roller coaster, it goes up enjoyably, down enjoyably, and then the even kill is ah like a spa massage. So that is a superpower. So did you say three D? <laughs> the three D way. Can yes. you, can, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Amy. <laughs> That's cool. I wanted to know a little bit more about I was like, that. how do I get 3D? <laughs> right. In terms of, because I, I really love that, that kind of description. And will you, will you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, so the 3D is when you see the totality of the human being that is gracing themselves uh, in front of you. But some people will see the person as just just uh, curvy or muscular or in between because you do have muscular but curvy people and some people they're like the perfect combination. While you feel like you're more soul centered, right? Mm. You're more um, heart. You're more heart centered about the person because. Yes, we do acknowledge that there are um, physically attractive humans in the world, but you focus primarily more on their temperament, their disposition, and when you're more um, delighted in who they are and their true identity, then you will tend to value their body more than just, okay, we're just going to be jack hammer rabbits and that's it but all you but you're dead all tired but if you really are appreciative of the person you'll always be uh, rhythmic with them mm. that's 3d that's awesome so that goes very um hand in hand with some shameless sex principles here about uh treating the person as a whole not objectifying them as body parts being present with them really connecting with them as a person as opposed to just you know a body a whole a cock or whatever that you're having sex with there's you know more to it. there's a whole being behind it and so i love that um i think a lot of humans we could probably use a little more 3d in our life um to yeah. step it up to 4d can yeah. we get 5d what happens in 5d 4d 5d <laughs> we're going to be in uh the, the uh x-ray vision status Ooh. i can see how can your heart is in, pumping. Yeah, I right. can see yeah. into your heart. Your blood's yeah. flowing. And your yoni. Um, so, okay, so that's so that's like, and I'm sure there's so much more that you could say about the gift of autism, and we're going to talk about it a little more in a, in a bit. Um, what I would like to ask: What is tough about living with autism, and how might this apply to sex and relationships? Well, it's tough for living with autism is the stigmas when you have media depicting us as um, 
lack for a better word, lazy eyed, um, people who slur speech, uh, people who can't formulate complete sentences, um, as well as people who can't have healthy social relationships. The ones you, they make it seem like we're always flapping around and we're never of stillness and we just cannot help ourselves and the social awkwardness. So that's the difficult part. Um, some people don't want to hire you because of your label. They feel like paying for accommodations is disdainful in their opinion. And then a lot of schools can't educate you because that's the one size fits all approach. If you can't be in a class with um, hundreds of students or over 30 students, then they feel as if you are deficient in the realm of intelligence. Now, class is sex and relationships. A lot of people think that we're asexual. Now, asexuality is beautiful. It's marvelous. But the majority of people on the spectrum, like the majority of people in the world, are sexual beings. And so they make it seem as if you can't ever date, can't ever fall in love, and no one would want to be sexually um, smitten with you, which are all falsehoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that putting people in a box well, and deciding that everyone is the same based on what media said. Or... Well, also, I think it, that's important with in terms of autism as a whole and people making assumptions about anyone again that the box uh the the box mentality putting anyone in a box right so uh, there's lots of different um forms of of and and, and levels of um, people's um autism am, amongst other things and so i think it's important just to never make assumptions and to uh to hold space for folks out there and understand that Yes, we are humans. A lot of folks out there, no matter who you are, are sexual beings or are striving to be a sexual being. And so uh, that's why that's why you're here to shed some light on this topic and give us some more perspective. Uh, so so in terms of talking about society, which is hard. Uh, so uh, how can society become more sensitized? And also, how can how can we support folks with autism? I do say um, you have to be, uh, have language sensitivities. Um, some people don't like to be referred to as autistic and some do. Some people don't like to say personal autism, some do. It just, like anybody, just get to know the person and figure out how do they want to be referenced, how do they want to be titled and named and addressed as. Um, some people just want you to use their name. It's like, it, it's similar to today with gender pronouns. Some people are so into gender pronouns more than others. Some people just say, just call me by my name. Like Tom went to Tom's store to pick up food for Tom. That's an example. Some people like myself who um, just want you to get to know us so we can be able to uh, tell you what our language sensitivities are and the type of names we want to be called and not called. So just treat us as everyone else in, in respectable, respectful fashions. 
I think curiosity is a big thing too that you're speaking to is not making assumptions, jumping to conclusions instead, just getting curious about the person and and also being aware of the stories that you're creating. You're putting someone in a box or a category when you haven't really got to know them and haven't asked them questions. So bringing that curiosity in there too. Well, autism might not be how someone identifies as themselves. Yeah, totally. They might not be like, my name is April and, and I'm, a, I'm autistic yeah, or totally. I have autism. It might be like, my name's April and I'm a human being mm-hmm. and I'm living yeah. here on a planet earth with all of you human beings. <laughs> right. And I might be identified <laughs> in this way by some folks, autism but I don't identify with this. Yeah. 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 Is that, ac- is that like accurate to, to say? And to, I think that the respectability yes. amongst humans is so important. So thank you, Antonio, for for that piece. That's important. Important. <laughs> I was commenting on how she says she's in the Midwest. She says important instead of important. Now she's in her head. Okay. So um, another question for you. Uh, what does having relationships, both romantic and non-romantic mean for people with autism? Wow. Um, I know for me, I recently embraced my ethical non-monogamy. Ooh. Nice. Good. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank Love you. It. <laughs> Because I, one, um, I think that in the world of work, you spend more time with your colleagues than with your loved ones. And I'm a very close-knit person, so that doesn't work for me. And two, I've always been more wired towards uh, variety. Well, that makes things pretty exciting because humans like variety. <laughs> Even monogamous humans like variety. They like newness. They like spiciness. They like switching things up. So would you say though, so this is this is you, you know, you're someone that's trying more of the non-monogamy thing and you're liking the variety. Um, and so, and I don't, I guess maybe you don't want to necessarily generalize this, but what do you, do you know about this as um, how a lot of autistic folk, folks might relate to um, romantic or non-romantic relationships in, um, in it being maybe as a superpower or maybe as it being more challenging or a little bit of both? Uh, my Antonio. personal experience, I'm, I am not a virgin. I, I'm not a lip virgin. Lip virgin means never kissed on lips. I have, I'm a tongue kisser and you know, I I like Jaya Love. I think you had her on the show before. I'm a shapeshifter, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm kinky, right? Sexual, sensual, and energetic. Shapeshifter's number five. I'm all number four. The shapeshifter. That sounds very 3D of you. That does. Yes. Jaya is awesome. For anyone listening, you want to learn, it's actually episode number 126 since Jaya's erotic blueprints. And it's a really great way to figure out who you are as a sexual being and how you want to relate to others as a sexual being. Shapeshifters are badass because there's a lot of variety in there. I'm an an energetic. And I was like, God, I wish I was a shapeshifter. There's so much more variety in there. (laughs) So limiting in this energetic field. Definitely. And the quiz is free. You actually yeah. can take it and it just gives you the percentage. And that was a, that's a that's a good suggestion because uh, sometimes you can be in partnership with someone and you don't understand their uh, their erotic blueprint or you didn't even know how to 
uh, formulate an idea about how they are. But if you can get an idea, if you're in partnership or even if you're within yourself of what your partner is into and what you're into, you can bring that into relationship and enhance your sexuality and enhance uh, and, and help tap into uh, your partner or partner's uh, sexual desire. So check that out because I feel like Jai does a, a great job of describing each of those. Mm-hmm. I always forget what I what I am. And I Amy think knows. sexual. I think I am sexual. Yeah. Which, how do I not remember that she's like oh there's a there's a oh, cock yeah. or there's oh, a yeah. boob I'm, I'm like, turned on I'm turned on yeah. there's there's yeah. like a bunny humping uh like a bunny rabbit humping in the yard like, oh wow that looks nice I'm turned on but I'm like is the I'm cock like, but is the cock a nice person are they gonna treat yeah. me right Amy is yeah. definitely <laughs> I'm a little uh, more complicated so. so I have a question for you Antonio about so tips not only for folks with autism, also for folks that are perhaps partnered with uh, someone that's living with the gift of autism. Uh, so do you have any sex and relationship tips for those folks? Let's think about it in, in terms of uh, both of those categories. Um, let's see. I learned this new model from HealthySex.com. It's the CERTS model. There's consent, equality, respect, trust, and safety. And, it's, and I lived that way in my sex life in every area of my life. And as long as all five of those things are being met, then sexually do whatever the fuck y'all want to do. It's like that motto, all yeah. consensual yeah. sex yeah. is good, good sex, sex, which is a sex positive motto or motto that we say. We say it yeah. again. So it's, yeah, we say it to us one more time, what it stands for. Consent, equality, respect, trust, and safety. Because mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a sex positive person myself. I'm sexually liberal, sexually progressive. I don't have a conservative bone in my body. Um, I just deconverted from religion, so I'm a secular person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that seeing that in your bio there, and I love the things that you actually share. Which um, we actually oh, because it's a bonus episode. We're not reading the bio here, um, but I love, I'm, I just want to share some of what you said. So autism is Antonio Myers' super blessing. He's a high school valedictorian, college graduate, world traveler, disability advocate. He's a Unitarian Universalist, a progressive liberal about equal rights, human rights, civil and political rights, and economic, social, and cultural rights. He does servant leadership, boundless optimism, and oneness, wholeness. And he is, I, this part is my question. What is a good, naked, and unashamed? What, will you explain that? to our listeners because that was awesome. It's like, what? And then also I have to say this too. His self ratings are NC17, triple X, X, X18 plus and TVMA means empathy. Will you tell us a little more about these awesome, fucking awesome titles that you took on? Well, because I actually was inspired alongside my best friend who would talk because we tend to have these conversations and, you know, we live in a society where when you hear someone's sex life, there's usually a lot of bullshit attached to it. It could be um, sexual narcissism or infidelity. It could be, um, I didn't wear a condom, now the baby's here. Or it could be salacious stories that now you're getting sued because you talk about the person's dick size or the way their pussy looks and those kind of things. Um, I, my sex life is free of mediocrity. Like, I don't fuck um, dumbass people or assholes or shit dads or toxic people. 
I have it's everything about me is wholeness. I'm holistic. Like I have all the areas of sex down pat. I have the humanity with the rah 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 mix. So I think that if you have a healthy sex life, it's okay to publicize it because it's not um, disastrous. You know, it's actually quite helpful because we people need help with being whole. People need help be sexually whole. So I feel like I have what it takes to fill that void. Because so many people have sexual shame. You know, because I personally like BDSM. A lot of people do. It's very common. I'm an unconventional sex person. So some people will go, oh, um, if I like this, am I a deviant or am I demonic or I'm a monster? Because some people grew up um, sexually repressed. They grew up in sex, a negative culture. So they're trying to wonder, is this good? Is that bad? Me, on the other hand, I'm saying it's good as long as you do the search model. Then, you know, uh, basically I'm a sensitive lover. I just want to throw that in there to sum it all up. I was was wondering, so you mentioned something about uh, you tend to not, have uh, sexual experiences with people that are toxic or uh, or that are kind of bringing that sort of energy into the situation. Uh, and sometimes it's hard, though, because I don't feel like there's toxic people. I feel like people have toxic reactions to certain situations when they're triggered. Right. They can be like in a in an environment where they have this old wounding or these old stories that they tell themselves. And so my question for you is, uh, if if you've been in that situation as as this this sensitive lover, um, would would you try to kind of I don't know guide them uh, because I don't I don't know I I I tend to feel like I have had sex with lots of people that I'm like whoa maybe you're a little bit more toxic but I believe in the fact that maybe you're not a toxic person maybe you just have a toxic reaction to something um, so I don't know I just wanted you to enlighten me more on that because I don't want to feel like there's toxic people out there. Damn it. Well, I think when it comes to this sex, like any other area of life, none of us are perfect. Um, I went, I remember in my adolescence, just being around people who there was mocking someone's genital looks. There was uh, trying to prove like manhood or womanhood, even though we're, again, teenagers. So it's, it's, you know, just don't be hard on yourself. Um, I don't want to think they're toxic people in the world. At the same time, um, life experiences just keep jabbing that, unfortunately. We, sometimes you just don't know because some people are actors. So I wouldn't say you did anything wrong. Like if you really tried to know the person and they, came off a certain way and then their true colors came out don't be mad yourself and some people um have have had sexual abuse like that's happened to me so Mm. because of because some people will uh, sexually abuse you uh, a person with special needs Mm. and so sexual abuse can make some people make certain choices while well, I have some people who they had they even if they weren't abused they didn't grow up with uh healthy sex and sexuality so 
I'm not judgmental on that. Um, that's why I'm very sensitive to like the quality of the person before I, you know, penetrate them and that and the like. So yes, there's we live in a society that does in the absence only sex education is a problem too, from what I've learned, because if you are taught not, then you're going to do. Because human beings are opposite day, not you know, <laughs> truth. And and if, if we're not taught comprehensive, because it doesn't, see, the issue of comprehensive sex education doesn't incorporate the gender and sexual diversity experience, too. So if we, instead of trying to be moralist when it comes to sex, maybe we should tell people, hey, do what works for you. Um, and just be, you know, be, be have decency to who you are, but be sexually what's right for you because sex sexuality is subjective. Like people have sex differently. So when you say it's my had sex, like some people do some position, some don't, some people do act, some don't. So we're dealing with more life is way more subjective than objective. Like I say, life is more gray area than black or white. So when we say things, it can be ambiguous, like my head motion, it could be vague, hazy, cloudy, but if we just say, hey, you know, live and let live, let's just do the best we can to be humane, and let's just grow from whatever mm-hmm. error or happen, or and, and also if we're not hard on ourselves, it's a lot easier to be free with self and others. Mm-hmm. Lead with that cert, the certs and, and love, right? Lead, lead with those things. I think yeah, that's, some good, that's some good advice. Mm-hmm. Right, because love, um, I don't want to leave the casual people hanging. I just say compassionate love for them. While the committed people, I say romantic love. There's so many different ways to love. And one thing that with what you're sharing earlier, I'm so sorry that um, that you were hurt in that way. And, and the thought that we're, I was thinking about the toxic people is that a lot of hurt people hurt people and take mm-hmm. advantage of people yeah. because they're hurt. Yeah. And here yeah. you are with your own hurt, only sharing love with people. Mm-hmm. And so there's Thank that you. there's that point there is that um, it's not an easy route to choose when you have your own hurt. And so there's different ways to work on that hurt. And here you are um, choosing to only share respect, love, compassion for yourself and for everyone that you're intimate with in both romantic and non-romantic relationships. So what a, what a beautiful model and what a um, really wonderful message to share. Um, I love your superpower and I love that you're sharing that with us and our listeners. Um, And I'm curious if you can tell us and our listeners how people can find you, how they can work with you. And you have websites, you have a lot of social links. So how can they find you? This will all be in our show notes too for everyone. But can you share a little more about that? Okay, so I am the highly praiseworthy Grace Mayer on Instagram. Highly praiseworthy Grace Mayer, all lowercase. That's what my name actually means. I'm Antonio Ray Myers. Like I think Ray means Grace. Myers means Mayer. Antonio is highly praiseworthy. In fact, I have British, German uh, roots, I think. I also have an, an Italian name um, that 
Antonio, that Antonio, that's how they say it. So. Antonio, here we go. <laughs> Antonio. <laughs> yes, and I, I'm on. I'm the host of Antonio Time Daily. Um, it's I like your show. It's explicit content. It has E, and it's for adults. But I talk about. Uh, I talk about issues that people won't bring up. I'm a taboo person. That's just how my autism has wired me. So Tonyo Time Dale, I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio Pandora. Okay, my Facebook is Antonio Myers. Just That's self-explanatory. My Twitter, Tony Myers, same thing. That's where I am. Well, Antonio, you're amongst friends right now when you're talking about the taboo things, because I feel like shedding light on the taboo uh, and just normalizing the conversations around sexuality is so important, no matter who you are out there. uh, And I, I, I do... um, I I do love speak. Sometimes I find myself talking about things like deep anal fisting and I'm walking (laughs) at, you know, down the street and I'm like, Oh wow. I, I just, it's so normal to me because like I'm, children, right? yes, I'm, right. I'm not even thinking. And then I do, I would get some looks or, and, and I, and I don't even realize that it's, that it's inappropriate to some folks. And, and I do have a filter and I try to be respectful. I, I don't do it out of uh, trying to, to get a, a reaction. I do it because I just, it's part of my normal. I feel like I am speaking on the weather. It's sunny. It's a hot and stormy with a chance of deep anal fisting today. <laughs> and so I appreciate it's a normal Monday. Yeah, the normal Monday. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate other folks out there like yourself that are um, in this world with us and sharing um, your experiences and helping other people. And as Amy said, leading with love and and um, and thank you for for being here with us and um, for being your fabulous uh, effervescent self. <laughs> thank you. And I, I do want to uh, add that um, when you were saying like amongst friends like I was always just thoughtful of, of I want to say I went to therapy I want to encourage that I did go counseling and that's why um I'm one one reasons why I'm very very healed um and there's no shame in psychiatry it's okay to get medication just do what you have to do to heal yourself um and I'm appropriately inappropriate. Um, I'm the type of person that if I ever get a movie deal, I would appear naked on screen and have sex with the stuffed dolls and the sex scenes. That's how I think. I I don't do conventionality at all. Society says you should do this. I go, hell no. I will fuck that. I'm not doing that. Maybe I'm different. And... Um, I just, I'm just a rebel with good causes, I think for myself. (laughs) I would say that, uh, your rebellious nature is necessary in, uh, today's world. And, um, I, I wish you a steadfast journey on this journey of, of exploring and, and helping people, um, with what, with, with, with your work. So Antonio, Thank you. And I hope I get to see you again. You're such a light. Uh, And it was an absolute pleasure to speak with you today. 
I don't want to say goodbye. So this is see you next. See you soon, Antonio. Okay. And to all of our listeners out there, thank you for joining Shameless Sex bonus episode. That's right. There are no ads right now. This is just purely the beautiful gift of the folks that we bring on to share some of their uh, information and educated materials. And yeah, we, we love you. We love each and every one of you. So we'll see you next Tuesday and possibly a Friday or whichever day we choose to release a bonus episode. All right. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.